0: Welcome to another episode of the Turd Ferguson Report and our conversations with coaches segment. I am your host, Art Mosley, and this evening we have on the line with us right here, from right here in Cherokee County, Coach Adam Carter. Coach Carter is the head coach of the Creekview Grizzlies, which is right here in my own backyard. Coach Carter, how are you today?
1: I'm doing well, sir. Thank you for having me.
0: Coach, thanks for showing up. Man, this is a game week for you, the first game. So, uh, man, we're excited to get you on a, a couple days before you guys take the field for the first time.
1: Yes, sir, uh, and hopefully we are taking the field at our own place on Friday night to uh, to take on Cambridge on a new turf and new board and and new everything.
0: Now, Coach, real quick, let's talk about that. Yeah, I know that um, uh, a couple of a few other schools in the county have got this new turf down. Uh, yours is in prog- process, and you've got this giant board i i've, I've rid, ridden by it and it looks amazing i've seen the pictures uh is it is it close to being finished or are you or are, are you holding your breath for 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 uh thursday night late night work night
1: well the board is completely finished um that'll be ready you know and that was something that um you know the, the booster clubs at our schools went in and uh and they are paying for those boards for all sports there's one in the gym as well um And that is, again, that was totally from sponsorships and booster clubs and all those things. So that's going to add some excitement. And um, like you said, it's a it's a pretty big deal out there. Um, You can see it from the road. There'll be some advertising on the back of it so you can see it year round. So we're excited about that. The opportunities that it does for what we can do with the school is big. Um, As far as the turf goes, you know, the the biggest thing with it I think was, you know, weather got us a little bit and they took on a pretty big project, you know, doing six schools in, in one um, in one summer is not an easy task. But I can tell you that the the folks that have been there the last couple of days are, are they are really putting in some work. I mean I had a there was a crew that showed up last night at eight thirty at night and they were still there when I got to work at six thirty this morning. So they're trying everything they can to get it done. I'm supposed to have an answer tomorrow afternoon whether we're going to get to play on it Friday or not. Um, so I'm, I'm still keeping my fingers crossed and, and holding on to that little bit of hope that we got because I know it's important for this community and for our kids to be able to play at home and our seniors. So I'm uh, I'm holding out faith. Let's,
0: t- let's talk, let's, let's switch gears a little bit. I know we're early on in this, in this interview here, but let's talk a little bit about your coaching history. Uh, I know this is your first head coaching job, but how'd you get into coaching? Why did you get into teaching and coaching and, and who's influenced you the most?
1: I got you. Well, actually it's my second head coaching job. Um, Excuse I, was me. The, I was the head coach at Brown student, in high Georgia in 2013. Um, we were uh that is about 35 miles or so south of savannah um so we were they were in our region when i was at camden but um so this is the second go around at it i left from bradwin went to Reinhardt. um but um you know athletics is what i you know I, i did my whole life and um football was just my passion and uh football allowed me to to go to college and be the first one in my family to graduate college. And it's just always opened up avenues for me. And I'll be honest with you, it's really the only thing I've ever wanted to do. Um, I, uh, when I went to college, you know, some people do the business track or, you know, all this other stuff. And I wanted to coach ball. Um, I thought I was going to stay in college and I was a GA right when I got done and those things. And, and then the, the college, I just, something about high school football, and um, the impact I had on my life and the coaches that I still talk to today, it's just um, – it's given me so much. And uh, so I feel like the opportunity to come back into high school ball and to do what I'm passionate about and hopefully influence some kids along the way is uh, is my calling. And so um, Coach Heron, I don't know if many people up here are familiar with that name. but uh,
0: I'm sure our, we are, Coach.
1: <laughs> the uh, coaching profession. Um, I have a bunch of mentors. Um, the, my, again, I've mentioned my high school coaches. I still talk to, um, my college position coach. I was texting him this morning, but, uh, as far as in this profession, Jeff Aaron has been, uh, my number one mentor. Um, I talked to him a couple of times a week. Um, I talked to him last night. And so, uh, he's my guy that I kind of lean on for advice and wisdom and, He's pretty dang good at it, so I think I got a good one. Um and and he kinda of, like I said, he he's the the person that if I got some thoughts or I got issues and I need some help, that's the number that I call.
0: Well coach, you mentioned mentioned Coach Heron um uh, and, and either from him or one of your old position coaches, what's the most valuable piece of advice you've been given thus far?
1: Coach Heron told me when I was going to interview for a head coach and job, he said. I told him, I said, I don't know if I'm, if I'm ready. And he said, Carter, he said, you're never going to be ready. He said, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to screw up. He said, just do what you believe in. He said, and everything is going to work out. And so that's what I do. I know I make mistakes every day, um, just like everybody else, but at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I feel like is best for the program and best for our kids and best for my staff. And, um, and hopefully that'll, With that guidance, we can we can have a successful program here at Creepview.
0: Excellent, Coach. Year one here at Creepview. What are some of your expectations for the program in the first season?
1: We want to win. Um, I don't think there's any hiding it. Um, You know, I tell my kids and my my folks all the time we fit this thing running. Um, You don't. In in my position that I was in, um, I I had a a great job at Valdosta High School um that is one of those prestigious jobs in the state of georgia and even the country and uh and you don't leave a job like that with thoughts of going to a program and losing and so our expectations are high um people around us are not inside of our own our own walls probably don't think much about us right now and and our goal was to change that quickly Uh, we want to win now um our senior class is very very talented Um, I think that I have um, some of the best coaches in this area. And, um, you know, I'm not into that growing pains type mentality. Uh, We want to win now. Um, We want to make a splash in this region. I don't want to be the odd man looking out. Um, Now, will all that happen? I don't know. But That's the way we go to work every day with that mentality.
0: Good deal, Coach. You talked about wanting to win now, but let's let's take a step back. I know you you, you came in uh, and had a chance to to go through spring and summer, but did you get a chance to work any with your feeder team this off season or preseason? And and as you develop your program, how instrumental is that for you?
1: Well, you know, I, I am very very fortunate. Uh, when I got here, um, I was able to completely transform the. The, the past, I guess, as far as a feeder program. We had always been separate. They were their own deal. Um, not a lot of interaction, I guess you would say. Um, but I was able to join feeder program booster clubs, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Um, I was able to get them practicing at our practice facilities so that when I get done with my practice, I can walk out the door and be at theirs. Um, I was here an opportunity to to hire the head coaches for each one of those um, programs, respectively. You know, we've met with those staffs. We've done clinics with those staffs. Um, my guys were at the middle school jamboree. We're going to be around. I think that's the biggest thing is is our varsity staff is going to be available. And um, we want – it comes from Camden County. Every one of our kids at Camden County, from the time they hit sixth grade, ran the wing tee. Mm-hmm. And they ran the 3-5. And because they were getting their self and we were getting those kids ready to play the high school. And uh, so I think that our ability to make that happen now will be huge for us in the future as far as developing our kids and developing our program. Um, I mean, we're investing a lot of time with our ninth graders. They practice with us every day. So, um, you know, I told them that, that I'm going to put a lot of a lot of uh, time and energy into our younger program, so that I don't have a junior class of thirteen next year mm-hmm. And with what I got now. And so, you know, playing six eight ball, you gotta—you'll have a senior class next year with thirteen kids. That's tough. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we're going to build it from the ground up with good people. We're going to do things the right way. We're going to be all on the same page. And and um, and like I said, our sixth seventh, and eighth graders are going to know who I am, um, and I'm going to know who they are. So uh,
0: we're going to build it the right way, and hey, Coach. This is a testament. I had a chance to late in the afternoon on Saturday to catch that jamboree and and saw guys like Radham and Davis and Naaman and Williams uh, uh, out there, and, and a couple of your coaches out there taking things in. So I I I, I got to imagine it's big for those those middle school kids to to see the uh, the, the big guys uh, come out and, and support them as well. So uh, certainly, it seems like it's it's heading the right direction. Uh, Coach, has it been difficult to change a culture or to get kids to buy into how you go about things?
1: I'll be honest with you. You know, that's probably been the most surprising part of the transition is, you know, I talked about that senior leadership early. These seniors, you know, they want to be pushed. They want to work, and they want to win. And so they have completely bought into everything I've asked them to do. And when that senior class is as talented they are and as big a group they are, it kind of makes my job with the younger kids easier um, because they lead by example. They do it, younger kids follow. And so, you know, I think the biggest thing is just, and just like in anything, not just coaching, especially not just coaching high school ball, but when you have change, some people push back against change. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that, I guess, but. Just because it's been done one way for you know five or six years doesn't make it the only way. And so, what I do in the summer, what my expectations are, and um, what we do in the in the winter months, spring, and all those things are a little different. And so, you know, it went in my mind, once we come back from July Fourth, I mean, it's football, mm-hmm. and um, and here you've got some people here in this community that are able to. Take vacations in the end of July, right before school starts, which is unheard of to me. And so, little things like that—it's going to take time. I actually, I'll kind of, kind of piggyback what I was talking about earlier. I had this conversation with Coach Aaron about three weeks ago, and uh, we were just talking about his transition to TL Hanna, and he got our athletic trainer from Camden and kind of director of football operations guy from Camden to come with him. And they were talking about, you know, just the kids changing, parents changing, all that stuff. And Jeremy told him, he said, Coach, he said, you didn't change Camden County in one year. He said it was, took a while. And so, and I get that. You know, you can't you can't change everything in one year. It's going to take some time, but we're doing the best we can. And our kids, like I said, they've, 99% of them are bought into what we're doing. And the other 1%, they're going to figure it out.
0: Mm-hmm. Talking to Coach Adam Carter, the head head coach of the Creekview Grizzlies in Canton, Georgia. Coach, well, what's one of the biggest challenges that you and your staff face coming into this season?
1: This whole region. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, man, this uh, this region is tough. I mean, obviously, you got your top four playoff teams from last year that everybody talks about, but I mean, you throw in Sal Cobb, who is. Really, really talented. And they're really athletic. You throw in Sprayberry that has players with a really good coaching staff. River Ridge is going back to the wing T. They're going to give people fits. Um, and you know, you got Osborne sitting there that is just as athletically talented, more than us. Um, and and so, this region is, you can't take a week off. And um, you know, obviously, you got to win. You got to win, and you got to win certain games um, that obviously are marked on your calendar um and so that's the toughest thing is this you know coming into a I got good kids I, I we got good players but this region's named tough and um and so we got to be ready to go and you know to get your kids to understand that hey you got to play every Friday night and um whether it's a scrimmage against Cherokee or game one against Cambridge or Getting ready for Harrison at the the end of the season. It's got to be every game. You got to bring it, and you got to bring the best you got. So, the the region's going to be tough,
0: Coach. uh, in and very true statements. Up and down. There's there's really not much of an easy out, especially when you qualify uh, for those top four positions. What are you looking forward to the most in 2018?
1: You know, I'm just excited to have another opportunity to be a head coach, to be honest with you. You know, to put my mark on a program to help lead these young guys. And, um, you know, I think that we got a chance to be a really good football team. Um, I think that if everything comes together and all the pieces fall, um, and you get, you, you got to get a little lucky. I think that we can, uh, we can make some noise in this region. And, um, you know, like I said, I, I think that 2018 for us is a, is a testimony to the senior class. I think that, that we will go as far as they take us. Um, you know, I, again, my coaching staff is going to work their butts off to, to help these kids put themselves in position to be successful. And, um, you know, I think that 2018 can be a really good year for Crete View football.
0: Coach, let's, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about some of the names to get familiar with for your team. Uh, perhaps... Uh, I know you weren't here last season but but some of the guys you have coming back leaders on offense leaders on defense whether that's statistically or just from a pure leadership char- uh, uh character high character guys, and also perhaps some players that maybe didn't have a big season last year but could be pushed for breakout season this year.
1: Well, I think everybody knows our our uh recruitable committable guys right now, which is um the Raddams, the Andy Davis, Penley, John Williams. Um, you throw in a big tight end with Paxton. Um, I think that those guys are, you know, they're really good football players, good character kids. Defensively, um, other than Andy, we got a, we got some good players po- over there. Um, <clears throat> sorry. We got, you know, up front, we're as deep up front as I've been anywhere. Um, I would take this defensive line. We have Osta, in Austin heartbeat, um, that we're deep up there. Coach Core does a good job. With these kids, um, one of the John Hannaford is, I mean, he's going to give people problems. Uh, Jonathan Joseph is a little bit smaller and undersized, but he can friggin' move. And, uh, and then you throw in some other bodies like Avery rocks has been around and Alice Godfrey that has come out for football for the first time since middle school from baseball. And, uh, and you got some guys that can roll in. Um, Coach Clory was talking the other night, and well, I was talking to Hannaford, really, talking about that you know, he felt fresh in the fourth quarter because we were able to roll some guys, or the third quarter, because we were able to roll some guys in, which is a good thing. So, um, you know, on, on offense, you know, I, I still think that um, you're led by Nick Finley and Cade Radham. Um, you know, I think we're doing some good things. I think Jacob Funt's a big-time player. I think that uh junior quarterback, uh, Ethan Durham is an incredible athlete. Him and Brody Rhodes will split time at quarterback, but the things Ethan can do with the ball is pretty impressive. Um, and, and just, you know, being an athlete, getting the ball in space and doing all those things. But one of my favorite kids and probably, you know, those, those just really good high school football players that you love to have around is Tanner Toronto. And, um, he's moved from tackle to center and I love that kid and he plays hard every day and um and he's what you want in a high school football player um some of the kids you may not know um that's going to have a really big impact for us this year um will be Parker McCrary on defense um he's a junior that's going to start at our pony spot um I feel like um Uh, Dawson Curry playing receiver is going to be a, he's a really, he's a, maybe not a top end guy, but he's a possession guy. He catches everything thrown to him. He plays hard. Jake Kaminsky is coming back from basketball to play with us. Um, and like I said, I've already mentioned Brody Rose. I think people will know his name after this season.
0: Let's talk about, we, we talked about those players on the field and high performers, but, um, how about the guys in the community or in the classroom? Who are the high performers there for you?
1: Well, I mean, I think that overall at Creekview, you look at we have a bunch of high character, ha- high academic kids, and, and that's kind of the that's the school as a as a whole. Um, football wise, I mean, Tanner Tanner's got a a four zero. Aiden Paradis is a is a four zero kid. I got a sophomore that scored a thirty something on the ACT the other day. Um, John Williams is a four oh who's a power five offensive lineman. Um, Paxton does well academically. Um Andy Davis, most people probably don't know this, but you don't go to the Citadel or commit to the Citadel if your grades aren't very good. Um Andy Andy got mad during the spring when I first got there because he dressed up for an extra credit assignment and the teacher didn't give him his extra credit. So <laughs> um I mean we I mean we really do have some good kids. Um, I mean like you you mentioned earlier, I asked those kids last week to volunteer to go up to that jamboree and uh and help out with those kids and just be around and um I mean we had we had kids there at nine o'clock that morning mm-hmm. and after a Friday night game and so I think that just kind of speaks volumes for what we're doing I mean you look out at uh in the communities kids are they're out they're doing positive things it's not just football, which is huge for me just just for the pure fact of they represent everything that that um that we're about as far as a football program in a school
0: um let's talk a little bit about the the maybe not about what you've got circled because i know as a coach we always say look we're not looking past the next one um but for the community is there any game that's circled on your schedule
1: well i mean you know this better than I know this. Everybody in this area, um, when I first got the job, everybody wanted to talk about the Sequoia game. <laughs> and, uh, and that's fine. Um, I'm okay with that. They, uh, Coach Teeter does a great job over there, and, um, and that will be a huge challenge for us. I mean, they came and, uh, and put a thumping on Creepview last year. So, again, that's not added pressure on me. By any means, like I said, I think that that's just, that's just talk of the community just because we're so close together. Um, but, uh, you know, for me, as a, and I know it's coach talk, but it really is. I mean, we're, we're not to a point in a program standpoint that we can look past anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, now obviously when you play these county teams such as, you know, Cherokee and, and Woodstock that's coming up in a week or so, I mean, as far as our, for our kids and for our, uh, community, they're going to put a little more emphasis on that because of, uh, the implications in the community. And they can go out and, you know, bow their chest up a little bit for a year. But, um, again, we're going to, we're going to look forward to every game we play. You don't get many of them throughout a year. You work hard for a select number of games. And, uh, and I'm hoping that our kids just take that mentality that I've tried to ingrain in them so far of, you know, it don't matter who's up next on the schedule. We just got to go in there and be the best that we can be. And uh, we'll let the community and all that stuff, they can take care of the other stuff.
0: No doubt. No doubt. Talking to Coach Adam Carter, the head coach of the Creepview Grizzlies. Coach, just got a couple more, a few more questions for you. Then we're going to cut you loose here. Um, What's your greatest or best coaching memory, whether as a a head coach uh, or or as an assistant?
1: Well, I mean, it's it's probably hard to beat walking – out of the Georgia Dome as a state champ in two thousand sixteen. That's a that's a special moment. That's a a long season with some really good kids and some really good people. And I don't know if anybody listening to this saw the stands during that game, but there's about twelve thousand folks from Vadasta down there in the Georgia Dome. And um that that's pretty special. To look up there and see all them people there supporting you and being able to to walk out of that place as a state champ. That's something I'll never forget awesome
0: awesome and 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 not very many people get to experience that coach so uh definitely a special one coach you talked about this earlier so i don't know if i'm going to get an answer on this question but if you weren't coaching or teaching is there anything you could imagine you'd be doing right now
1: uh you know i've always thought could i i got buddies that are way smarter than i am that are they do air business that Georgia Power and IBM, and they get to travel all the time and all those things. And I always look at them, and I'm like, man, that'd be fun just to be able to be in Boston on a Tuesday and and uh, New York on Wednesday, and then come back home. But I really don't know. I don't. I'm not a very bright guy now. I'm telling you, I uh, there's I'm limited, so uh, <laughs> I have to uh, stick with what I know and don't get out of that comfort area just to 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 try to overcome some stuff.
0: I I understand that, Coach. From from and also a guy who's not extremely bright myself. I understand what you t- what you're talking about, um, Coach. You you mentioned this a little bit, but your legacy when you're done coaching. What do you want? How do you want to be remembered by your players and, and the and the guys you coach with?
1: I had this conversation with one of our guys earlier. I just I want every one of our kids to know that that I care about them. And that I had a positive influence on their life for the next 40 years. And uh because like I said, man, I, I've been so blessed and fortunate to uh be around so many good people and that have touched me and my family. Uh and uh, if I can if I can give back to to that and those people when I'm dead and gone, they say, you know. Coach Carter was hard on us, but he loved us, mm-hmm. and uh, then I'll be I. Right.
0: Good deal, good deal, good deal, Coach. Well, it, it seems like
1: the
0: – I have to believe in the conversations I've had with you off, off podcast, it, it seems like you're going in the right direction, and I feel like uh, the the players I've had a chance to to see in the community have bought in, and it looks like you're on that right path, Coach. So So well done and keep up the good work. Coach, I've got one more question for you, and this one, you know, this might be better, sir, if you asking me this, but i got to ask you anyway. Uh, if someone's coming in town for a pregame meal, uh, pre- a game, you know, maybe against Alatoona, against Sequoia, Osborne, where's the best place in, in Canton or, or this side of Cherokee County to get a pregame meal?
1: Pregame meal, let me tell you now, I live down in Woodstock. So okay. I don't venture out much in the Canton area, but, uh, the Mexican restaurant right there at coming highway and East Cherokee's pretty dang good, but some barley. I'll send people down there, but if you're right there off the interstate, my go-to is going to be taco Mac. All and, right. Uh, it's coming off five seventy-five, That's go get some wings and enjoy yourself.
0: Very good. You've got it. You've heard it from coach Carter, coach, it has been our pleasure to talk to you, man. Thanks so much, uh, and you've got a big game this week. Really hope you can get this thing in on uh, uh, on uh, on Friday night uh, for the kids in your program and the community. Um, it, 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 it'd be a special night if you can.
1: Yes, sir. Well, yeah, anybody listening, y'all come out and support us. Our kids love to see you out there. Uh, it'll be a fun atmosphere. Our student section is going to create a little buzz around the area and uh, hopefully we'll give you all a good Friday night of of high school football.
0: Sounds good. Coach Carter, once again, thanks so much for your time this evening. Thank you, sir. Thanks again to coach Adam Carter, the head coach of the Creekview Grizzlies out of Canton, Georgia. The Grizzlies play in region six, class six. A please make sure to visit our sponsor for this segment of our conversation with coaches hill strides. You can find them on Facebook, at Hillstrides, that's H-I-L-S-T-R-I-D-E-S, or you can contact them by email at hillstrides at com. Hillstrides, servicing the Hickory Flat and Macedonia area for all of your dog walking and pet sitting needs. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of the Turd Ferguson Report and our conversations with coaches. That's going to do it for us today. Don't forget, you can find us on the web at turdferguson.com, that's T-U-R-D, F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N dot com or on Twitter at Turd ferguson r p t, t u r d f u r g e s o n r p t. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you comment in our comment section or leave us a message on Twitter. Make it a great day, everybody.